Welcome to podcast number 178 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We're continuing our series now on dreams. We've talked about never to give up on our dreams and to understand the source of our dreams. And today's podcast is entitled, Enjoy the Journey to Your Dream. A lot of times people get frustrated because it seems like it's taking a long time for their dream to come true. But in that situation, if that's the case, something you're going through, I would encourage you to think about how you can enjoy the journey to receive your dream. So with that, let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to move in a very special way in today's podcast. Heavenly Father, I come to you and I ask for your guidance, your direction, your leading, and I ask that the Holy Spirit would now come forward and take over this podcast. I surrender and all that I've done to get ready to bring this podcast to those who are listening in today. But Holy Spirit, I now need your direction, your guidance, your anointing. And if you show up in a very special way, I know that this podcast will make a difference in people's lives. It'll go better than I ever planned or ever could ever plan it. And I thank you for that in advance. I pray now your divine intervention. I yield to you and submit to your authority. I pray for an outpouring of the Spirit of God to take over. I believe that today, Lord, that people are going to latch on to that dream. They're going to go back and pick up that old dream that they've given up on and have it come back into their lives because they'll do it under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you now for this opportunity. I'll be careful to give you the praise for what's about to take place. For I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just take a moment and think about how you felt when your dream was birthed in your life. Like most of us, you were excited. I mean, you may have been absolutely feeling like you're on top of the world. Maybe even a little nervous, though, about the dream. If your dream was to buy your first home, it may have seemed impossible. But once you set your plan to experience your dream of owning a home and started to think about how wonderful it would be, you begin the journey to receive that home. The journey can be one of the most exciting times in our life. I believe that. I believe the journey to something that we've dreamed for in our life can be so exciting and become something that just carries you through to the completion of your dream. Now, looking back on my life, I think the journey was more exciting than even realizing the dream. In some of the dreams that I've had, they're wonderful. And the journeys seem like sometimes they were even better than the completion of that dream. I'll try and explain that as we go on through this podcast today. Now, God's Word tells us in Proverbs 16, 9, something very important. It shows us how we must take the journey to our dream, how we must deal with the journey, how much we should be able to handle the good, the bad, and the difficult times that we face in our journey, and the joy and the excitement that we will experience on our journey to our dream. In Proverbs 16, 9, it says this in the New Living Translation, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So you see, the first part of that, I believe, is talking about the journey, the dream that comes up. A man's heart plans plans his way. We get the dream. We catch the dream and we begin our journey. But then it says in the second part of that, but the Lord directs his steps. So it's one thing to have a dream. It's one thing to go through the journey. But the best thing of all is that the Lord directs our steps. Let me look at this scripture in relationship to the journeys that we have to our dream. The dream is birthed in our heart. You know, some people say, well, no, it's in your mind. Well, okay, well, fine. Let's say it's birthed in your mind. You think about it, but then it becomes in your heart. It's one thing if a dream is birthed it's just in your mind it may just come and go but if it's birthed in your heart it's deep it's more a part of you it becomes a part of you and that makes it even more wonderful but how do we receive our dream the second half of proverbs 69 answers 
question of how do we receive our dream. You see, the Lord directs our steps. That's what the scripture says. It says the Lord directs his steps. First, we must take a step or take action toward our dream. You see, your dream's never going to happen unless you take that first step. Unless we take that first step to believe and trust God and know that it's something that he's in. We know that our dream is from God if it meets certain requirements, if it draws us closer to him, if it blesses the kingdom of God, if it's not just for self, but it's to bless us and to bless others. Then we know that we're on the right track to our dream. So first, we must take that first step. Always the beginning of anything, of any value in our life is to take that first step. There's a lot of people who have a dream and that's wonderful, but they don't put it into action. You know, the Bible tells us that we need to have faith to accomplish anything, but it also tells us that faith without works is dead. So I would have to say in this particular case that having a dream and not taking a step towards that dream, it's dead. It's something that's not, not going to happen. So we're supposed to take that first step. The Bible tells us that the steps of a righteous man are led of God. Now, to some thinking, the first step is the most difficult part of the journey. And I'm sure that's true. For a lot of people, it's taking that first step. It's saying, okay, in faith, I'm stepping out. I'm believing for that dream to take place in my life. It reminds me of when I had a dream to start a home building company. The dream was birthed when I worked at a bank and financed home builders. The thing that I enjoyed doing was going out to find people who build homes and bring them into the bank and finance their projects. And I really began to enjoy that. And that's where the dream was birthed because I liked what they did. I really did. I liked how they prospered financially. I liked how they had something that they were proud of that they completed when it was finished and completed. I liked the fact that they were building homes that people were going to live in and enjoy life. And it was really a wonderful dream that I had. So my wife and I prepared and we prayed and we thought and we planned and we asked God to direct our steps. We had the dream. So we met the first part of that condition. A man's heart plans his way, but now we needed the Lord to direct our steps. Now, along the way, our journey to see our dream became reality, to actually become reality. There were challenges. Obviously, there were challenges. There were roadblocks. There were times that we thought, well, is this going to happen or not? But we didn't give up on our dream. We believed that God was going to bring it to pass in our life and that it was going to happen. And, and some people doubt as to how their dream will ever happen just because of a blockade or a detour or a challenge they take place. Quite frankly, sometimes I think that if a dream doesn't have challenges, it's maybe not that big a dream. And so we need to dream big and believe God's going to take us through all the deep challenges. But as long as we ask the Lord to direct our steps, we seem to move closer and closer to our dream every single year. From the birth of my dream to own a custom home building company and the realization it took a number of years, probably a total of about six or eight years before it actually happened. I made a statement there, I think it's important, and I said that to direct our steps, ask God to direct them, we seem to move closer to our dream every year. I didn't say every day, every minute, every hour. You see, a dream many times takes years to become reality. Now, some of you may be thinking, why did it take years? Well, that's a good question. There's no question about that. Let's go back to Proverbs 16:9 and, and look at that for a second. The Lord directs our steps one step at a time. It does not say that the Lord wants us to experience our plan or dream overnight. Instantly, dreams require patience and waiting for God to bring forth that dream is the best thing that we can do. I would rather have my dream when God knows I'm ready than get the dream before I'm spiritually ready to receive that dream. Now, in my podcasts on financial success, which is a dream of many people, 
I address something that I believe is crucial to receive success in our dreams, in our finances. I call it seek spiritual prosperity before we receive financial prosperity. So let me just address it to this podcast. Seek spiritual direction in our dreams before we receive that dream. We've got to be spiritually prepared for the journey, for the path, and for the results of that dream becoming reality. I believe that applies to our dream in everything that we do. We must seek spiritual growth before we can receive our dream. Our dream might be to live in a beautiful home or drive a gorgeous, cool car and go on great vacations and have lots of money to spend to bless our family and to bless the church. But if we have not given growth a major portion of our life, spiritual growth, receiving our dream may be a disaster. You know, I should add to that just a little bit. There's a lot of folks that I've counseled over the years who struggle with the issue of a dream coming true, and then it does. And then all of a sudden, they're overwhelmed with this big blessing, whether it be financial or whether it be a great career position or whatever it might be, and that dream has come true, but they're not spiritually prepared. And so what happens to them is they kind of fall away from the things of God. I've seen people have a dream to have a second home, and they want it so bad. And then all of a sudden they get that second home and then all of a all at once, you don't see them in church anymore. They're up in the mountains away from here because their dream has robbed them from the growth and the increase in their spiritual walk with God. If a dream is going to draw us away from God, it's not of God. If achieving our dream is going to cause us to fall away from the things of God and seeking God and attending his church and giving to his church and blessing other people, I don't believe that dream is of God. So let me just wrap this portion of the podcast up with this statement. We've got to grow spiritually in order to be prepared for the results of our dreams. Let's look at what the journey to receive our dream may look like, or actually must look like if it's going to be a dream that God will bless. First, the journey must include drawing closer to our God. If our dream is something that takes us away from the Lord, it's not going to be right for our life, and God certainly is not going to bless it. Second, the journey must acknowledge God as the source of our dream. You see, we need to give credit to God where credit is due. You see, the Bible tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. God wants to bless us with good things. And so we've got to acknowledge that the source of our dream, a lot of times we say, well, this man or that person or this movie or a book I read is really the source of my dream. I don't particularly like that. I don't think that's the way we should approach going after our dream. The journey of our dream must include an understanding that God was our source. Maybe you were inspired by something you heard in a movie or read in a book or saw in someone's life, and that's wonderful. But the source of that dream better have come from God. It needs to be a spiritual source rather than just a fleshly source because it's if it's not spiritual in nature, then God is not going to tie into it. And that journey may be a little rocky. Maybe that journey may go on for the rest of your life and you may not accomplish that dream unless you had identify that God's the source. I like to give God credit for everything that takes place in my life. Something that's important to me, very important to me, is that when I get an idea like, well, why don't I do this or why don't I do that? I will tell my wife, I'll say, you know, the Lord gave me this idea. Now you might say, well, wait a minute, why don't you take credit for it? Because, you know, you've got experience. You were a banker. You were a home builder. You were a pastor. Sure, those experiences, you know, must have done something to inspire you. Well, yeah, that's all well and good. But in reality, I believe that when it's good for my life and it's good and perfect, those are the gifts that God gives us. And if I want 
that dream in my life, I need to acknowledge that God is the source of the dream. And I like to always give him credit for the idea, for the thought, for the journey. And I just think it's such a blessing and it's such a positive thing that I would encourage you to do that. Number three in determining what it's going to look like on your dream, the journey to your dream, I should say. Three, enjoy the small steps in our dream. What I mean is think of what a baby, a newborn baby is like. First, it's held in its mama's or dad's arms. It lays in a crib all the time and a baby has to crawl before he can walk and then he has to walk before he can run. And so there are steps that take place in their journey for that baby to be able to run and accomplish what they want. Well, it's so important that we understand that our dream is going to have small steps. And that reminds me of a scripture that I found in my research this week. And it's found in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 9. And it says here, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. A lot of people get frustrated because things are going slow or because maybe their steps towards their dream just aren't accomplishing as much as they'd like to see it accomplished. But in reality, we should never despise the small steps, the small beginnings, because it says here, for God rejoices to see the work begin. He's just happy that that dream is in your heart, is in your mind, and you're moving forward and moving towards it and believing for it and trusting Him to believing for it and knowing that it came from Him. It simply came from God. He's the source of our dreams. And you're excited about that and God is excited about that. So we must never despise small beginnings. So each step is an important step towards receiving your dream come true. And it's a vital step in your journey. And then fourth, one of the last things I've got on this is enjoy the small successes along the way. There are little things that take place. Maybe it's not the complete completion of reality of your dream, but it's a step in the right direction. And I think it's so important. There's an old saying that people will say, they'll say, well, how things go in your life? Well, I take one step forward and then I take two steps back. Well, that's negative and certainly not anything to be happy with. But a lot of times we need to say, well, I've taken three steps today. One of them was back, but there were two of them that were forward. I'm I'm enjoying the small successes that I experience on my journey to receive my dream. Let me give you an example in my own life. My dad told me to enjoy something in life, to just find something and have fun with it. Enjoy small things in my life. Don't worry about hitting the big things. I remember when I was a, played baseball and he would was kind of coached me through baseball and he would say, just get that hit to get on base. Don't worry about hitting the home run. He says, just simply get that, that hit or learn how to watch the pitches real carefully so when the pitcher throws the ball towards you and I'm at the plate ready to to swing at it, hold up on that swing so that you can maybe get a walk because the important thing is that you get to first base and that's so crucial for your dream. You've got to get to first base and there are small steps and the things that require patience and trust and faith in God. My dad would also say there will be a day when you look back and see how important these small steps were. Now I've mentioned in my prior podcast that I had a dream to be a professional bowler and it's something I've talked about maybe once or twice, but I've done a hundred and this is my 178th podcast. So it's only been a couple of times. I can remember always wanting to get a strike. That's knocking down every single pin. When you throw the ball down, you knock all 10 of them down. And I wanted that to happen every single time that I would roll that ball down the lane. Now, a strike was something that was important to me. Matter of fact, that was my goal. And my dream was to have a perfect game where you get 12 strikes in a row. You bowl something that totals up to 300 and it's a perfect game is what it is. But it's interesting. I never did accomplish that. I got to 290. I did a bunch of 280s and 270s, but I never got that 300. But it didn't mean that I didn't enjoy the 
journey to that goal of hitting 300. Even though I never accomplished it, the bottom line was I had other goals in my life when it came to, to bowling. And my dad was understood that and he wanted to bless me. My goal, remember, a big one was to be a professional bowler. And if I didn't get a strike and there would be a couple pins left over, my dad would then tell me, now don't worry about missing that strike. He'd say, now go get that spare. A spare is when you pick up the last couple of pins that are there if you don't get them all down the first time you throw the ball there. So he would tell me, don't worry about the strikes. They'll take care of themselves, but always concentrate on the small things, which is the spare. That spare was crucial for me to become a professional bowler someday. My dad told me not to worry about that strike. Let that go. Don't be so concerned about it. And we should also feel in our heart that we shouldn't worry about the completion of our dream. We should simply enjoy the steps that we're taking along the way, along that journey to see our dream. Now, my dad was saying, enjoy the journey when I was bowling. He said, enjoy knocking down the pins and then picking them up, the ones that you missed on the second try around. And he says, and then try again. Just keep trying again to get those strikes. That advice led me eventually by the time I was 16 to qualify for the professional bowlers tour. Now that's was my dream, remember? But in that dream, I had to take a lot of steps. I had to have some disappointments. I had to have times when I bowled a terrible game, but I didn't throw up my dream away. You basically stayed focused and believed that God was going to bring that dream forth. I thank God for it. Now when it comes to planning a vacation, here's another example. That's a lot of fun. When you plan a vacation, you think about, well, let's take the family to Disneyland. As a kid, I was always excited. My mom and dad talked about going to Disneyland or going to Ohio to see family. Well, we were never very excited about going to Ohio. That wasn't quite as exciting as Disneyland. So my mom and dad would say, well, let's go to Disneyland this year in California and we'll have a great time. Thinking about that trip, planning that trip, thinking about someday riding on those rides was my dream. It was so exciting and I enjoyed the journey. Matter of fact, on that journey, planning, getting ready to go there, I would watch the Disney cartoons or TV shows or whoever it might be to get me excited about the journey to my goal, which was to go to Disneyland and have some fun. Because you are planning a vacation, and that's maybe one of your dreams, we need to understand that as we plan the vacation, we think about the things we want to experience. Sometimes planning a vacation can be as much fun as actually being on the vacation. I realize there are those who think I'm a little unusual when I think that way, but I think some of you agree with me that at least you have a desire to think the way that I'm trying to present this to you. And that is, it may be more fun going through the journey than actually accomplishing the dream in your life. Let me kind of wrap this up. I've got a couple more minutes here I want to talk. Maybe your dream is to travel. Let's look at some potential dreams that you might be have. Then get travel magazines, read them, and enjoy them. Imagine being there. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were blessed to be able to go to Europe several years in a row. And when we did, we found other countries and other places we wanted to go to. We traveled a lot around the areas in Europe and also went to Asia. And we've had some great, been blessed with some great vacations. And I would think about where we were going, where this trip was going to take us. And so I would get books and things about the country, or we would get travel brochures that would help us understand what was there and what the opportunities are there. Or we would watch the television programs that would give you suggestions that when you're going on a trip that you should suggest going to this place or going to that place. So we were enjoying, we were going through the journey of accomplishing our dream to travel. And it was so much fun. And many times, 
the place that we arrived at was wonderful, but there were times that we planned for our dream. But when we saw the dream, it really wasn't all that we thought it was going to be. I remember one time that we planned to go on vacation and we were had to go through Amsterdam in order to get to the area that we wanted to go to in Belgium and other places. And it was interesting that it was the places were dirty. They were not well kept. They were not maintained. They were old. And we hadn't thought about that. We were so excited about the journey to get there that when we got there, it wasn't quite as exciting as we thought it would be. And then on other places, we planned our journey and went to our location, went to our destination, and it was even greater than we ever thought it would be. So let me just make this statement. Maybe your dream needs more planning. Maybe your dream needs more realization or anticipation or an expectation of what's going to take place in that dream and that'll bring joy to you on the journey. Let me give you another dream that some of you might be thinking about. Maybe your dream is to finish your education. Well, if that's the case, then you need to sign up for at least one class. A lot of people think, well, what's one class going to be? Well, one class is a step and the steps of a righteous man are led of God. So therefore, if you want to get your degree, you're going to have to take classes in order to accomplish that. So your dream of finishing your education is wonderful, but one of the first steps is to actually take a class. Let me read a scripture I think that helps us understand that better. It's found in the 37th Psalm in verse number 23. Listen to this in relationship to the journey and also to receiving your dream. In Psalm 37, 23, the New Living Translation, it says this, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. So God not only wants to direct our steps, but he also delights in those steps. He delights in every detail that we have. So if one of the details in getting your degree, that is your dream, is to complete that education and have that dream come true, then you're going to have to take some steps. I can remember one time when my wife wanted to do some painting. She had never told me that she was interested in becoming a painter. And so one day we were walking on the beach in California on vacation and she said, you know, someday I'd like to start painting. I'd love to be able to paint these landscapes and flowers and things of that nature. And I said, well, that's great. So why don't you just start right now? Why don't we go ahead and when we get back home, sign you up, take some classes, we'll get you the equipment we'll move forward. And she looked at me like, really? She had a dream that she wanted to do and she hadn't shared it with me at that point in time. There were a lot of other things we were doing, obviously, with our activities at the church and teaching Bible classes and all the activities that we had. So we were very busy. But when we had a chance to relax and just be together, we had time to talk about what we wanted to do with our lives. And she mentioned someday she'd like to become a painter. And so we got back home and we started taking those steps for her dream to come to reality and we got her signed up for classes and I bought her some equipment and stuff that she needed and before long she started painting and she's just absolutely loved it she enjoyed it I can never I'll never forget the fact that she entered an art contest after she'd only been painting for a couple years. And there were 400 artists that entered this same competition. And she wound up with honorable mention, or really what was called fourth place, in that competition of 400 artists. So she had a dream. She wanted to move forward with it, but she needed to take some steps. She eventually went on to become very, very well accomplished in painting and has had her paintings on display and selling at a number of galleries in Arizona. And that's really been a blessing. And to this day, she still paints. Matter of fact, now she paints for the joy of just making the paintings and then giving them to people who want them or people in our family or friends who come by the house and say, oh, I just love that painting. I'm sure that's wonderful. I'd like to buy that. And she said, you don't have to buy it. And she will 
sometimes just give it to them. And that's a blessing. But her dream was to get started. And she, once she got started and took those steps, it, it was moving in a great direction. And God blessed it. And that scripture that said, the Lord directs the steps of the godly, that happened in her desire to get her dream of painting. And he delights in every detail of their lives. And I know he's still delighting in the fact that she's doing something that blesses her. And she loves to paint the creations of God, but give him all the credit and all the honor for the creator of that. Let me give you another thought that you may be excited about. Maybe you need to share your dream with someone else. But if you do, then you need to trust that person because you become vulnerable when you share a dream with someone else. So I would encourage you that if you'd like to see your dreams come true, find a good friend, a pastor, someone you have confidence in and share that dream with them and ask for their help and their prayer to, to be with you as you move forward to your dream. Before I close this podcast, I just one more thought I have. I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to share this with you. In order to see your dream become reality, help someone else receive their dream. You see, as you teach them and you instruct them, you're helping them to accomplish their dream. You're also helping yourself in your own dream. Many times I tell people, if you want to learn about something, then go teach it. And if you teach it, you've gained that knowledge and then you're sharing it with someone else. I believe most teachers gain more from their instructions than what the students get out of theirs. I taught banking classes. I've taught for six years in community colleges on banking and finance. I've done many teachings on different topics. I'm not saying that to boast, but I found out in every situation, I was blessed more than the students. I always felt like I gained far more than, than they did because I was so much more into it to have the instructions available to help them. So if you want to receive your dream, then maybe you should help someone else receive theirs. Now this podcast is entitled, Enjoy the Journey to Your Dream. It's not Endure the journey. It's enjoy it. When you think of your dream, remember to call forth that dream as though it already is. When you've got your dream, you should look forward to it. There should be an anticipation. There should be an excitement. And the journey to accomplish our dream should give God all praise and glory. And I believe if you look at it that way, you'll see your dream become reality. But before you get there, you're going to have a great time on the journey to your dream. Well, I hope that you've been blessed by this. Let me just pray for you very quickly as I close out this podcast. Heavenly Father, I know there are many people who are struggling with their dream. They may have had a dream that's been in their life for years, and it just seems like it's just not happening. Lord, I pray that this teaching will help them understand how to enjoy the dream and how to understand that they need to take steps to accomplish that dream and that the Lord wants to guide them in their steps. For I ask this in Jesus' name. Well, if you'd like to get additional information on the teachings that we have in Quality Christian Living, I would encourage you to go to my webpage. It's found in davidcfriendauthor.com. And if you go to that webpage, you'll see there's a link there to all the podcasts that we've done in our series. The link will take you to all 178 or more. By the time you check this out, there'll probably be quite a few more that will be available to you. And you can look through the number of topics that we've had in Quality Christian Living and dealing with ways to bless your life and to live a quality life, an abundant life. I've taught on finance. I've taught lessons on the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, operating in the gifts. I've talked about prosperity, spiritual prosperity, leading to financial prosperity. We've discussed some veteran issues, and we've talked about generosity and just a plethora of topics, I believe, that'll be a blessing to you. We've talked about miracles and faith, and I just get so excited because 
I, I'm, it's hard for me to imagine that we've already done 178 of these podcasts and God has blessed them. In addition to that, when you get to my webpage, you'll see that I've written a number of books that are topics that relate to some of the topics that I've talked about on these podcasts. So maybe some of those will be of interest to you. Matter of fact, I'm working on a new couple of new books. One is entitled Faith for Miracles, and the other one is a new one that's being birthed by this podcast dealing with Receive Your Dreams. So I know that God will bless you. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I'm going to close this out today because I believe the Lord has completed the work He wanted me to do for this teaching on Enjoy the Journey to Your Dreams. My next podcast is entitled How Others React to Our Dreams. I think it's important we understand that we need to be aware of the fact that not everyone is going to be supportive in you attaining your dream, but most importantly, God is. And so we're going to talk about that in depth and talk about how we support others in their dreams and how people look to us when we express a dream that we have in our heart. So with that, let me close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you and he will bring forth your dreams and you will live a great journey on the way to accomplishing that dream. And I pray that your dreams will be fulfilled and I pray that as you move forward in your desire to see that dream come to pass. God put that dream in your heart and he wants to direct you in the steps to accomplish the dream that he's placed there. Thank you once again for listening in. God richly bless you.